0: Hello! Welcome to The Facets of You, the podcast where I share my musings, realizations, learnings from personal experiences, and things that life has taught me so far. My name is Roland, and I'm here to help you make empowered choices to live undauntedly, with courage to be comfortable in your own skin and honor the person you see in the mirror. Episode 4, Growth and Imperfections, Working Around Mistakes and Mishaps. In the first episode of this podcast, I talked about fears we often have surrounding new beginnings, their causes, and how to deal with them. One of the causes of fear and hesitation that I mentioned was perfectionism. That episode was mainly a pep talk to inspire people to take risks and just get the ball rolling and get things started. but. Let's say you've already made the first steps, or perhaps you've already walked a mile, and you trip and take a tumble. What do you do then? The reality of life is that we'll mess up a lot of things. Sometimes, due to our own mistakes, and other times, it's just because life gets in the way. You study for an exam, but you flunk it. You get into a relationship, but you end up having a huge fight. You start a business but sales drop after about a month and there are no earnings. You work on a project but nothing turns out the way you planned. Stuff happens. You know, as a life coach, working around mistakes and mishaps is one of the things I ironically look forward to in the journey of my coachees. Now don't get me wrong, of course I want to set them up for success, but I would be doing them a disservice if I don't guide them on how to troubleshoot so my coaches and I can come up with a perfect game plan for them to achieve their goals. But as I said earlier, stuff happens. Things we can't expect are things that can only be discovered through trying. And while I don't hope for my coaches to mess up, it's something that we both have to anticipate, and part of my job is supporting them as we navigate through trials. So how do we work around trials, mistakes, and mishaps? Well, First of all, by shifting your mindset about messing up. We tend to think that making mistakes will reflect negatively on us, that we would seem incapable or incompetent. The fear of being judged often prevents us from trying again or moving forward because we're afraid to make more mistakes. Some would rather give up in the belief that the fewer mess-ups you make, the better people will perceive you. By shifting your beliefs about mistakes you can start to see them as opportunities for learning, discovery, and growth. Second, analyze and create a new action plan. Now that you've shifted from your limiting beliefs to a growth mindset, you can start to ask yourself the following questions. What didn't work? What could work better? How can I work around this? You won't always have the answers right away, but asking yourself the right questions can provoke thought. And if you're open to it, you can also ask people for their insight. This is especially helpful if you're offering services or running a business. Asking people what they disliked, what they enjoyed, and what you could do better is a great way for you to improve and scale up. Third, accept that failure is part of the process. As I mentioned earlier, as a coach, even though I hope for my coaches to have a smooth journey to achieving their goals, I also want them to think ahead. The sooner we accept that failure is a part of our reality, the better we can prepare for them. And that leads me to my fourth point. Create a plan B or C or D or however many plans it will take. I call these safety net plans, inspired by the safety nets or fall protection nets used by stunt performers for any stunts done at a distance above ground or by construction workers to protect personnel in case of any accidents. In the context of coaching, safety net plans are secondary plans to support one's progress by preparing a course of action should things not go according to the original plan. This is also very helpful for day-to-day things. For example, you've made a commitment to working out for an hour every day as part of your fitness goal. Sometimes, you're just too tired or too busy. Or maybe you're just not in the mood. Such is life. An example of a safety net plan could be that if you don't work out for a day, you will instead spend time cooking a healthy meal for yourself. That way, you stay committed to your goal of being healthier while allowing yourself to be okay with not going according to your original plan. Now, you can scale this up or down depending on how big your goal is. My fifth and final point is... Celebrate progress. Stop conditioning yourself to think that you can only celebrate once you've reached the end of your goal or when you achieve perfection. Celebrate the little wins along the way. If you've already shifted your mindset to think of failure as an opportunity for learning, then isn't the experience of learning something to celebrate? I know it's easier said than done, especially if messing up costs you time, energy, energy, resources and effort and of course you're allowed to sit with your feelings if you feel bad about messing up but moving forward let's build a habit of being gentle with ourselves you can't beat yourself up into growing (laughs) so when you're on the way to some place and say you're running and you trip and fall down you don't say oh man now I gotta go back home and start over from there no you pick yourself up brush yourself off, and you continue. Only this time, you'll walk more mindfully instead of running. Or you'll watch your step this time. And for the RPG gamers out there, you know how there are autosave checkpoints when you progress in a game? Or when you're about to do something risky and you save the game before you go through with it? And say, you lose the round with a boss battle. Or your character did something silly and died. (laughs) Yeah, you messed up, but... Your game will load and bring you back to your last save or checkpoint, and you can try again. Now, what if you can't fix something midway? Like, in baking. A lot of people are intimidated by baking because it requires some precision, from measurements to timing. Let's say you made a cake. You followed the instructions as per the cookbook, but you still ended up with a burnt cake that tastes as bad as it looks. That's a bummer. And you can't really do anything about the cake at that point. You'd be upset and you'd probably be stressing out about all the ingredients and time and effort wasted in making something that turned out so badly. And that's okay. Being upset about failure is completely normal and valid. But what do you do from there? Well, you can decide that baking just isn't for you. And that's okay too. It's in trial and failure that we find out what we like, what we don't like, our strengths, and our weaknesses. That's also part of growth. Or, you can sit down and analyze the burnt cake, try to figure out what went wrong, and what you could do differently the next time you try. And you keep doing that again and again, until you're able to bake a great cake. Failure doesn't define us, but it is through failure that we discover, adapt, and grow. In a way, We are made up of our learnings and experiences from failure. So it's a bit of a paradox. Failure doesn't define us, but failure allows us to grow into the people we want to be. As the American writer Augustin Barreau said, I myself am made entirely of flaws, stitched together with good intentions. However, there's one thing I need to clarify. Failure is an event or an experience. It is not an identity. You are not THE failure. You are a person who experiences failure. If you fail, it means that something wasn't working for you. And moving forward, you can change your approach. Again, failure is an experience, not an identity. Remember that. So now, I want you to go ahead and revisit your plans or your goals, or whatever it is you were working on that you set aside because of a mistake or a mishap, I invite you to just try again. Knowing what you know now, that failure is an opportunity for learning, growth, and discovery, dare to try again. And if you don't feel like telling people about it yet, that's okay. Not everyone has to know what you do or what it takes for you to get something done. You know... A lot of the success stories you hear, a lot of them won't tell you all the details about what it took for the success to happen. Behind every successful person is a path full of slip-ups, trips, and tumbles along the way. So be kind to yourself, celebrate the work in progress that you are, and try again. that ends episode 4 of the facets of you podcast if you liked this episode be sure to give it some love by sharing it with your friends and hit that follow button to be notified whenever i upload a new episode thank you so much for tuning in and have a great day or evening whenever you're listening to this talk to you again soon bye bye